This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The primary election in Illinois is less than three months away. Are you registered to vote? Do you know where to go and who will be on the ballot? Between keeping up with the primaries and the general election in November, we figure it's time for a refresher. So we want to hear from you. What questions do you have about registering to vote or how elections work? Give us a call now at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, that number is 866-915-WBEZ. And joining us to help answer your questions is Matt Dietrich, a spokesperson for the Illinois Board of Elections. Hi, Matt. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. It's good to be here. Matt, how do I know if I am eligible to vote in Illinois? Well, if you are a U.S. citizen and you will be 18 years old by the by November 8th, on or before November 8th, uh, and a resident of Illinois, you are eligible to vote in Illinois. Uh, one thing that we are emphasizing these days is that 17-year-olds who are going to be 18 mm-hmm. by November 8th are eligible. They can register to vote now. They can vote in the primary on June 28th. And then, of course, they can vote in the general election when they are when they're 18. And so when it comes to and so, Matt, when it comes to folks who just moved here, they have to be registered Mm -hmm. as a resident in order to vote. You're supposed to be uh, uh, 30 days in your address is uh, is is the uh, requirement for voting in an election. So if you're new to Illinois, uh, all you need are two forms of ID, one showing your identity and one showing your residence. So let's say you have, you've moved here, uh, you uh, maybe don't have your, your in-state driver's license yet, you can use your out-of-state license to prove your identity, but you're going to have to show your Illinois residence with, by showing maybe a lease or uh, if you're closing on your home or some, you know, a piece of mail mm-hmm. that has come to your home in Illinois, that sort of thing. The other thing to remember is if you are new to Illinois and you're getting an Illinois driver's license, we do have automatic voter registration at our driver's license facilities and at some other state agencies, but primarily at driver's license facilities. So if you're going to get your Illinois driver's license, you'll register to vote then. Or if you've moved within Illinois to a new address within Illinois, your voter registration information will travel with you when you update your driver's license. Okay, and so, and how do I know if I'm not already registered to vote? Is there a place to check? You can go on our website. Yeah, you can go on our website at elections.il.gov, and right there on the home page, one of the first things you see is the uh, a link, a tab for uh, online voter registration, and click on that. You can check your registration status there, um, or you can do a new registration there. The only thing is you do need to have a driver's license or a state-issued ID to use the online voter registration. But that's, that's where you would start, and that's where you may want to go if you are, you know, if you're curious, is my registration up to date? Uh, since I last moved, if you switch departments or something like that, yeah. go to our online voter registration page and you can check your status. A reminder, we want to hear from you. If you've got questions for Matt about registering to vote or how elections work, our number is 
WBEZ. Let's hear from Ellen, who's calling from the Gold Coast. Hi, Ellen. Welcome to Reset. Yes, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Yes, my, my question is regarding how to get on the ballot. I tried to get on the ballot for mayor, for, for alderman, and I couldn't. I had to get 450 signatures, but, you know, I couldn't tell who was really a in my precinct or district mm-hmm. or um, a ward. And so, uh, okay. and is it too late? You know, all these questions that we need help getting on the ballot. Thanks for your questions, Ellen. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. Well, we're actually uh, just wrapping up the um, filing period for candidates to get onto the primary ballot for the June 28th primary. Uh, we've had 768 candidates file through our office. Um, that includes uh, all judges, anybody running for the Illinois General Assembly, uh, for Congress, and, of course, the statewide constitutional officers, governor, secretary of state, etc. cetera. Um, for this coming primary, uh, for the established party candidates, which are Democrats and Republicans, that um, filing period is, is over, so it's closed now. Uh, right now, what we're doing is we are adjudicating the objections to some of those candidates. So that process will unfold through April 21st, and that's when we certify the ballot. Now, there is another filing period coming up July 5th, uh, July 5th through the 11th, or July 5th through the 12th, for independent candidates and for new party candidates. Um, that is another process where people will go out and collect their their petition signatures and file with us for the offices that I just mentioned. Um, but again, you will have to collect signatures, and I think the caller was uh, was unsure about how do we know what what the requirements are. Yeah. Depending on what office you're running for, come to you can come to our website again, and we have a tab on our homepage called Running for Office. And there is a 2022 candidates guide that you can download that has signature requirements and uh, other requirements to run for the offices that that we supervise. And those would be judges and then state-level candidates. Um, For county-level candidates, you would want to visit the Cook County Clerk's Office um, the Chicago Board of Elections will be handling the mayoral election when it happens in 2023. That's still, it's closer than we think, but it's still a ways off. Um, but that's where you will find out if you're talking about running for alderman or mayor, what your signature requirements are there. But you're always going to have to collect signatures from registered voters to get on the ballot, no matter what office you're running for. Now, when the caller is correct because it can be tricky, especially this year we had a new legislative map drawn and candidates were out collecting signatures. They had to be very careful about uh, is this house that I'm approaching, are they still in the district that I'm running in? And that's what we see a lot when when objections are filed against candidacies. One of the criteria is um, the objectors will seek to remove signatures 
if they're signed by people who don't live in the district Mm -hmm. that the candidate is seeking office in. So I I would suggest to that caller, go to the Chicago Board of Elections website. Um, I'm not sure if they'll have the criteria up now for collecting signatures to run for the city offices that will be up in the consolidated election in 2023, but that's where you'll find that information. That's, that goes statewide as well. It'll be uh, in Chicago. It's the Chicago board overseeing city offices. Uh, once you're outside of that, it'll be your county clerk that will supervise the municipal offices, except for there are five other cities that have municipal boards of election. Rockford, Galesburg, Danville, East St. Louis, and Bloomington. But for our audience, we're talking mainly about Chicago for city offices. But that's that's what would happen. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are chatting with Matt Dietrich, a spokesperson at the Illinois Board of Elections. And uh, we're answering some commonly asked questions around voting and elections. So if you've got a question that you want to get into, Matt, you, you know, you don't know where to go to vote or uh, if uh, you want to know what to expect on the ballots this year, our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Again, 866-915-WBEZ. Uh, Matt, let's talk about some specifics on the primary ballot can you tell us which main races we can expect? Sure. On the primary ballot, you'll be voting for governor, attorney general, secretary of state, uh, state comptroller, and state treasurer. Those are the, the five statewide offices. All of your representatives in Congress. So uh, there will be 17 of those uh, throughout the state. Your all of your state senators and all of the state representatives. Uh, there are 177 members of the Illinois General Assembly. And in the first election after a redistricting, they're all up for election. State reps always run every two years, but Senate terms are staggered with a two-year term and four and four over a 10-year period. So you'll see all of them. You'll also see circuit judges, appellate judges, and uh, in some districts, depending on where you live, Mm -hmm. Supreme Court judges. Also, you'll have your county-level offices, and these are the the ones that we don't oversee, Uh, but, you know, your um, uh, 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 county clerk, uh, state's attorney, all of those types of, all those types of offices. Now, when you've, a lot of people, uh, if you're a registered voter, you've probably already received your voter card in the mail. That will tell you exactly what will be on your ballot in your precinct. Mm-hmm. And on the general election ballots? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the general in November, you'll have all of your candidates will be selected based on either the primary for Democrats and Republicans and for the uh, new party and independent candidates that file with us in July, you may see some of them in those same races for Congress, for uh, any of the legislative races. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure we will have gubernatorial candidates and other statewide candidates that will file to run either as independents or uh, with the Libertarian Party, the Green Party, um, and uh, four years ago, we had a party, the Conservative Party, fielded a slate of candidates uh, for governor and various other statewide offices. Um, those are considered new parties. They're not established. 
And okay. the way it works in Illinois is that if, if a, a new party candidate gets 5% of the vote for governor, then that party is considered established. And for the next two elections, you'll see uh, in the primary, they'll be able to run the field candidates in the primary as well as uh, as in the general. And remind us, Matt, of the, the deadlines to register to vote in the Illinois primary yeah. and for the November general election? Sure. Well, if you're going to vote in the... We always like to emphasize that registration never closes in Illinois. It runs right up to and including on Election Day. You can vote or you can register at your polling place on Election Day. Now, the one thing to... The, a couple of dates to remember. If you're going to... If you want to vote in the primary and you're not registered now and you want to register online, you'll want to register online by June 12th because that's when the online registration forms uh, form stops. It's at the end of the day on uh, June 12th. Um, but after that, you can still register at an early voting location. You can still register at your election authority's office. Um, after May 31st, if you need to register, you will You'll, you can register at an early voting location or at your county clerk's office or at the Chicago Board of Elections, mm -hmm. but you'll need to vote at the same time. So you'll need to early vote when you register. But that is uh, that comes into play once, um, once early voting is already underway. Gotcha. That's another key date that people should remember. May 19th is the start of early voting for the June 28th primary. In Illinois, we have a 40-day early voting period statewide. So, um, I see. Well, June, uh, May 19th. How quickly can we get the results of either the primary or general elections, Matt? Uh, in Illinois, we allow two weeks after Election Day for vote-by-mail ballots that are postmarked no later than Election Day to be counted. Um, there's also a two uh, uh, a one-week period where uh, any provisional ballots that have been cast have to be um, uh, an, a, a provisional ballot needs to be um, either uh, rejected or accepted and counted as a vote within a week. So um, you'll have you'll have the numbers pretty well by two weeks after election day. Mm -hmm. We always stress that the election night numbers that you see are strictly unofficial. That was especially important in 2020 because we had a very high percentage of vote-by-mail ballots yeah. that came in in that two weeks after Election Day. I don't know that we'll see that so much in the primary. Uh, we're in a different pandemic uh, um, situation now. I think people are uh, will probably see a little bit less voting-by-mail for the primary. Turnout for the primary, especially in a midterm, tends to be very low in Illinois, yeah. unfortunately, usually in the 25% range, somewhere in there. So um, I think, you know, you really won't won't know until two weeks after Election Day gotcha. uh, where the where the numbers are going to stand. And, and the official numbers don't really come out until 30 days after the election when we certify the official vote. Well, Matt Dietrich is a spokesperson with the Illinois Board of Elections. Matt, thank you so much for answering all those questions. Sure, Sasha. Great to be here. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.